there's a lot of units out there that are undertrained either because they're either underfunded or they just don't have time in their day-to-day -day operations to put a training session because maybe they don't have a designated training facility or they don't have access to a, a larger when they can't get on a schedule or whatnot. So Hey guys, this is Chase Tobin and Matt Scott from Contact Industries and welcome back to Complacency Kills, a contact podcast. This is episode 26, Shoot House Training. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Very good now. Long time no see. Nice yeah. shirt. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I decided to go ahead and match up with you. Hey, you know what? I don't I don't know who planned this, uh, James, but it was, it was very well done. So. <laughs> thank you. Hey, what are we talking about today, man? Uh, so uh, I want to go ahead and bring it up and uh, kind of call this uh, this episode Shoot House Training. Okay. Yeah. I like the Shoot House. It's one, uh, of, my, one believe, of our, our cool products we got here. Yeah, believe it or not, episode 26, we haven't had the luxury of actually diving in and talking about Shoot House Training. Well, let's do it. Yeah, let's uh, do it. I, 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 in all 26, we really haven't. Mm, no. I guess you're right. Yeah, hey, the no time like the present. So let's <laughs> let's get into it. Talk about the Shoot House, talk about its capabilities. See uh, if you guys got any questions listening out there, you know, we'd appreciate you tuning in. So what you got for me, Matt? Well, I want to go ahead and talk about, you know, uh, the obvious training on why the shoot house is important, but uh, realistically, why why does it imply uh, today, importantly for law enforcement, military, uh, nuclear security? Wh why is it so well? So the shoot house, we saw a need for the shoot house in all, all across all aspects of operator training from law enforcement all the way up to the military. There's a, there's a, a, a gap in training between a live fire shoot house scenario and just like chalkboard or tape houses. There's a missing element there. And that's a realistic simunition training facility that is not only cost effective, but it's also easy to set up and it's easy to reconfigure. So that's kind of the whole purpose behind the, the mobile modular shoot house that we have at Contact. It's important because there's a lot of units out there that are undertrained either because they're either underfunded or they just don't have time in their day-to-day -day operations to put a training session because maybe they don't have a designated training facility or they don't have access to a, a larger when they can't get on a schedule or whatnot. So bringing it full circle, the reason we have this shoot house is to be able to uh, get any agency out there some type of training that they can be better at their job, more proficient at their job, less lawsuits, less loss of life, preservation of you know not only the operator, but anybody that they're uh, engaging with on a day-to-day -day operation. Right. Long answer to a short question, but I hope that, that was no, it. No, no, that, that, that's perfect, that's perfect. No, because you know, the little kid inside of me is like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, back in our experience, and I know we were a little bit different, uh, you know, being out in, uh, in 3.6 LAR and you were you know, doing fast guys, yeah, yep. fast guys, yep. Uh, tape houses were the only thing that we had access to. Us too. You know, and, and then you know, some you know the original effect of using you know SOI stuff, but it was nothing in the lines of what you know Contact has actually developed. And I want to go ahead and talk about why was it engineered and implemented that way? Why was it so easily done? What the shoot house? Yeah. Well, it, was just, it just made sense. We got a bunch of smart guys at the office and we had it, had it again, we, we identified that gap in training and we brought the product to market and it was just, hey, here's a system that again, it's it's all made of PVC and aluminum. So it can be, be set up anywhere. Literally, we talk about Namrique or any climb, any place, right? Mm. But it can be set up anywhere we want to on relatively flat ground. And instead of, again, having just your little tape house set up, now you actually have walls to that and you can do your 
movement and communication through your house. You can do your uh, tactical side exploitation. You can do marksmanship or force, force on force training inside the shoot house with Sims. And then you can reconfigure however you want to doing a crawl, walk, run method uh, to train your guys to proficiency. And then you put them in a live fire shoot house. Most live fires like, you know, aren't uh, really reconfigurable that that easily anyways. Yeah. So you may run the same house over and over and over again on multiple deployments and multiple operations. And it's good because you put the marksmanship, you get to feel the effects of a, of a live round inside of a house, but you're doing the same thing over and over again. Where this product comes in handy is you can change up your scenario however you want to, or create a scenario based on a real life operation to train to that standard. And it doesn't get, uh, you don't do raw memorization, you actually uh, learn tactic and doctrine. Nope. We kind of rewind just a, a tad, sure. and can you go a little bit more in depth? I mean, I, everyone, everyone and anyone knows about active shooters, yep. right? But it's specifically designed for law enforcement, military, or whatnot. But active shooter events, schools, churches, yep. all that. You know, does this really imply? Can you manipulate the shoot house to actually progress in that way forward for those specific areas? One hundred percent. You can absolutely. You can literally set this product up in whatever scenario you want to create. As, as high threat or as just low threat as you want to, the threshold is, just depends on your specific uh, organization, your agency, your jurisdiction, your area of operations, whatever it might be. It's literally mission adaptable to, again, if I'm doing a, a, a training mock raid to go get Bin Laden, or if I'm gonna stop this guy from, from shooting up this church or school, there's, you can run the whole gamut with it. And again, it's, it's easy to set up. That's that's one of the, the the big takeaways from it. One other question I wanted to add in is, uh, have we had any solid feedback from the shoot house, from the training, from all of this being delivered? And if so, uh, and I don't know if you can actually name what uh, what units, companies, or, or whatnot, but uh, any solid feedback that actually has progressed their training on using that shoot house. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, first of all, the feedback, This is, we're on probably Gen 4 of the shoot house itself. Okay. So going off the feedback of the guys uh, who originally got the, the systems out to, we went from a 3D printed connector system and thumb screws with eight foot tall panels to now uh, machined aluminum connectors. Uh, a bolted system makes it a lot easier, a lot quicker to set up, as well as a seven foot system because it makes it lighter and easier to, to move the panels around. So that came directly from feedback from the end users. That being said, they a lot of these guys, agencies in North Carolina and some in South Carolina that have told me specifically that, hey, we use this product to create a, uh, they basically took a blueprint of a felony warrant they were getting ready to serve. They made the, the shoot house in that blueprint and they were able to go execute that warrant with no issue. They they followed their plan exactly like it was, and nobody got hurt, nobody got killed. They took care they took care of the suspect, got him into custody, and everything is good to go, because they were able to literally recreate the house they were getting ready to go uh, serve that warrant on, and uh, and use use their simulation training and their movement communication to go in and take care of that uh, that situation. Now I know we're talking about the use of it all. Yeah. Let's talk about building the thing. Okay. Because. It just doesn't erect itself. No, no. But I know it's easy because we've done it many of times. Yes. We've done it in the rain. Yep. In the heat. Yep. Cold. Yep. Tell me a little bit more about that. So the setup, I wouldn't call it construction. It's more of a setup, kind of almost like an erector set, right? right? It takes a couple guys, like I'm doing a demo later this week. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll have already passed, I'm sure. Uh, but generally when we do our demo unit, 
it's about 500 square feet total once we get it set up it's it's about a four room setup three guys just kind of going through the motions can get it set up in less than an hour and a half very simple setup you were on a build with us not that long ago for an agency in north carolina it took five guys about four hours and some change to set up a 2200 square foot system that's right i did a, a demo or not a demo it was actually set up for a unit in uh, in, in uh, south carolina it was a almost 3000 square foot system it was myself a corporal a sergeant and 10 cadets we had the thing up in three hours so with the right training, you know, right personnel, it's really not hard to set up and you can do it very, very quickly. Um, as far as reconfiguring your rooms and whatnot, um, again, as long as you've got a, 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 getting back to the build, as long as you've got a relatively flat surface, it can be a little bit uneven. As long as it's relatively flat, you can set it up anywhere. Again, any climb, any place. Um, and then when you're going to move around your, uh, your wall panels, all you've got to do is literally cut a couple zip ties, move a couple panels around, and you've got a whole new scenario to train on in a matter of about probably five minutes. So it's a very, very simple system to, to, to utilize. If you wanted to compare that to some of the other systems that are out there, uh, some of them you have to inflate, which is cool, but now you have to have a dedicated power supply, you have to have the, the generator to blow the thing up, and then it hooks, hooks together with a, like a carabiner type system. Still, still has, a, has a solid place, the walls are a little bit thicker, but that takes just a little bit of time. It's just, it's just a different, uh, uh, different setup. Other systems are, are heavier, they're made of wood, they're a little bit thicker, uh, but it's also heavier, you have to have a more robust uh, system to not only get it into place, but then when you go moving the, the walls and things like that around, it's just, it's just harder to do because the panels are heavier and whatnot. And then there's another system out there that's essentially a pipe and drape system if you've ever been to a showroom with uh, Velcro and it's, it's not a shower curtain, but it's a, it's a thicker kind of tarp material. It's got its place, it's a very cheap system, but uh, it's, it's, it can take a long time to set it up just because you got to get that Velcro work. Right. So I, I, I know the, uh, the competitor's needs and whatnot, but why why the use of this type of material why the aluminum so our system uh, was not only because it, it's said to be cost effective number one um there's a lot of systems out there that can get kind of pricey especially some of the automated systems and whatnot you can look up to you know 200 250k or more to put some of those guys in our largest package is under 70k so the materials it's P pvc and aluminum so it's not going to break it's not going to rust. You can literally set it up and leave it up outdoors. You can set it up indoors, leave it up, uh, set it up wherever you want to. Um, but the, the, the reason we chose PVC and aluminum, again, is for that elements. We got guys on the coast who have these things set up all the time. They don't want this stuff to rust or have to worry about it. You got guys out in the Midwest and it's snowing to be able to set it up and not have to worry about it. If you got tornadoes or storms or something like that, okay, let's be smart about it, take it down. But it's again, it's a cost-effective solution, very easy to set up, and uh, can be set up literally anywhere. That's the idea behind the system. So it really is that simple. It is literally that simple. And the kicker, I don't even think we've talked about this whole time, the whole thing, after you get the bolts and the framing up, all the panels are held up by zip ties. So your only consumable after you have it is zip ties. Just go order some more zip ties. They're not, they're not expensive. Um, the system is also scalable. So if your organization needs to, um, buy like say a small kit or our Sierra package right off the bat, just so they have something. Next year, if they get more money because somebody said, hey, this is an awesome system, it's not expensive, we've already used it and, and cut back on you know training costs and things like that. Let's get more of it and incorporate it into what you've got. Now you've got a large system and it integrates completely in, in with the original system. So integrating systems, I mean, you can obviously build, retract. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, because I've seen it before, I've installed it before with you. 
breaching doors. Okay. Because uh, I, I know a lot of departments are so into right now breaching doors yeah. because it, it goes with their, their design-based threat. Yep. It so. makes sense. If you're going, if, if you are an operator, you want to get into an objective, your first thing you have to do is to be able a, to get into it. That's why breachers are so important. So our system has and already has a light breaching door. It's just a, one of our normal door panels with a strike plate and a dowel system. So it allows any any breacher just to go up there, not 100% speed, but the people go in there and, and go ahead and make that breach to go through the motions of getting into uh, the structure or the, or the objective, whatever it is. But we also can incorporate any type of breach door freestanding into the system, whether it's one that's already got a leg kit or one that's already uh, bolted into a concrete pad and you build the, the shoot house around it. There's several brands out there, BTI, Rapid Assault Tools, whatever you want to use, will incorporate into our system with no problem. I just did it a couple weeks ago out in the middle of a field. We set up a, a door system. Go check the video out. It's on, it's on uh, Instagram. Um, we set up the door system. Guys made entry uh, uh, with the breach door. And, this, and we had it set to max max power, too. These guys had to you know give it a couple whacks at uh, different points to get into the system. Didn't damage our system. Didn't hurt the door. They got in and had great training out of it. So any type of breach door that's out there, generally speaking, we can incorporate into our system. Oh, man, what are talking about? See? All right, so tell, tell me about these demos, because you travel everywhere get to go the do the demos, man. We do. Yeah, you, you, you hit the, the doorbell, it's like, hey, we're here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. Now, a lot of times with the demo is, uh, the way that comes about, you just let me know if you want to see it. A lot of times what we can do now that we've got them in, in places all over the country, is I can say, hey, there's a unit near you you're, you're my, my potential customer. There's a unit near you. Let's go check out their system. Let you talk to them and see how their, their pros and cons about it. They'll tell you straight up. Nobody likes talking to sales guys. I'd rather let another unit who's already using it kind of be the, be the, the go-between on that. Let them talk about it. They touch it, see it, feel it, kick the tires. Awesome. And I'll tell you, you know, you tell me what right you want. On. I'll give you the price. We go out the door. If there's not one close to you, we can potentially bring our demo trailer to that particular organization. Mm -hmm. If it's kind of a, a ways out there, we like to try to get several eyes on. So if there's other adjacent agencies uh, uh, around that particular one, if it's a, you know, say local law enforcement, maybe there's a National Guard base, maybe there's a sheriff's department, something like that. We try to get them all in one spot. So as many eyes as we can get on it uh, to check it out and see, they can have a look at it, touch it, see it, feel it, train on it, whatever they want to do with it. And then that, when we're done with that, we just, bounce out and go it's a pretty simple pr pretty simple process we usually show up the day before set it up day of the the demo everybody sees it we break it down we either head home that night or go camp out and we we, we make it home eventually let's put it that way um it takes about an hour to do that setup and the demo can be as long as we want to we've got an event coming up later on this week again i don't know when this video is coming out but um in fredericksburg virginia gonna have a lot of guys come in do eyes on it i've done a couple swat competitions this year we've hooked this thing all across the country so it's it's definitely uh, doable for us to get it out to people uh, but the, the first thing i like to do is tell people hey if there's one nearby let's go check that one out first right. so you can touch it see it feel it with guys who are already using it get their their feedback don't listen to me i'm just a sales guy yeah. <laughs> you know so it's almost like a networking magnet pretty much yeah, yeah. It's, it, and it's an outstanding tool again very affordable it's not going to break anybody's bank putting it out there and getting it on, on site uh, most people honestly go with our largest package just because it's the most bang for the book you're, you're looking at maybe 70 grand tops with shipping and then we'll come help you set up set up that initial time if the video isn't good enough. So well, that's pretty neat. Awesome. Right there, we boy. got good videos. Yeah. Out. Shout out Ryan Weber Marketing. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Don't forget about my man James Gandy. Well, I know he 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 writes these scripts. I just kind of kind of go down the outline. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't follow script at all, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, all right, that's more than fine. But yes, yeah. everyone, it is that simple. That simple. It really is. It really is that simple. Um, it, it's 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 an outstanding tool. 
If you don't have one, you need one. Um, it, you know, to, to be honest, it's uh, it, it's a punch in the gut for the guys that have or never had the opportunity to use something like this. Oh, 100%. You know, 20, 30 years ago when we were in. But I wasn't know. in 30 years ago. I don't know how old, old you are, but <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. Boy. I know that when I was an infantry squad leader, if I could have had this system in a Connex box, that all I had to do was go tell my junior guys or tell my team leaders, hey guys, we've got a mount package coming up next month. Let's train for it. So instead of clearing the barracks with blue guns or our rifles all day long, let's go down to the quad, to the basketball court, set up the shoot house, because you don't need range control or anything like that. You just set up, especially if you're not firing sim rounds, you're just doing movement and communication through a structure, conducting your tactical side exploitation. You can do threat, no threat stuff. You can do everything you need to do in a live fire shoot house without the rounds. And, and that's almost more important sometimes is that movement and communication because the marksmanship is going to come. But yeah. if you know what to do, your concurrent duties besides eliminating that threat, that's essential. And to be able to do that over and over again until we are super proficient at it without doing a tape house, that would have made our unit, which was stellar, by the way, we were awesome. Shout out 2-4. Um, and, and, my, and my fast guys. Uh, would have made would have taken us to the next level. That would have, again, like you said, it's a punch in the gut. I wish I'd had this when I was in. Yeah. So can we? Uh, I just want to go back and talk about threat, no threat, okay. and then adding things into the shoot house to make maintain that capability of actually going through and mimicking almost like an active shooter event, active, active fire event. You yeah. going in and let's do a re hostage rescue type deal. Mm -hmm. uh, has that been em employed? at least to, to your knowledge? I'm sure it has. I haven't get, had guys, I don't get into guys, once the guys have it, I don't really get into telling them how they need to train, how they don't need to train, but you could absolutely do that. 100%, oh, like that. you could have guy. You could have guys going through with either blue guns or, or paint rounds or whatever you wanted to do and have guys basically do force on force inside of the, the system. Or you could just do it where we used to have guys, if, if I cleared a room, and, and a tape house even, and they had their back to me, I, I would turn around, I would flash one, two or three and that would be either, you know, whatever, you know, threat unknown or, or threat, right. or, or, or threat unknown or, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah. You're not threat, right, whatever. The shoot, no shoot, or, or right. unknown, right? And then you would have to make a decision based upon that. You can absolutely do that in-house. Whether guys are doing it now or not, I don't know, tactics evolve, tactics change, but you can absolutely do that if you have this system. Uh, I know this is a podcast, yep. but I know we have several videos out on YouTube. Yes. Can you go ahead and name a, a few of those? Off the top of my head, uh, without having it in front of me, no. But if you just go to Contech, <laughs> Contech, uh, the the website, or if you go to Contech Industries YouTube channel and just type in Shoot House, you're going to get uh, the Shoot House setup video. You're going to be uh, how to use it with CQB. You're going to get uh, CQB in action with the Shoot House. There's a lot of things you can type in, and I believe they're all categorized on there as well. I think we actually have a playlist with nothing but Shoot House um, videos. Mm -hmm. So definitely just check that out. You can go see the whole thing. Uh, about as in close to person as I can. That's and aside from doing a demo, those videos are are stellar, and will give you all the information that you need to know to uh, to check this out. So shout out to uh, to James and Ryan for putting that together again. Contact cat videos. <laughs> we need to do that for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, anything that, else you got? Uh, that wraps me up for right now. You have uh, any uh, last words for the camera? No, guys, I appreciate y'all tuning in very much. Uh, this is Completions of Kills, a Contact podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you guys have any questions about Contact, anything about what we do, please reach out to us at info at contactindustries.com. Again, I'm Chase Tobin. Matt Scott. We'll catch you guys next month. Oh, boy.